Hey there, come on in. Pull up a seat. Grab your favorite beverage and let's chat a bit. It's Wednesday, halfway through the week. Another hump day is upon us. I'm not going to try and be Mr. Clown with you today. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to, uh, I don't know if the word is apologize, but I'll use that word. I'm going to apologize in advance. Usually you come here and you got that, that great bubbly Tracy the Ace Brinkman coming at you. And uh, it's going to be a little different show today. And it's not going to be sad. It's not going to be a downer. But uh, a little different tone. I want to just alert you up front. So if you're not in that kind of mood, maybe listen to one of the previous episodes or the next episode if you're listening to this um, in a future timeline. Uh, but let's start with today's question. And on Wednesday, we always ask the question What do you want or need to change? And this question really comes in tune with today's topic and today's topic is you if you didn't already read the title is yeah you've hurt someone you love now what hmm so what do you want or need to change what's going on in your world that you want to change hmm? you want a new job you want to improve your relationship you want to show someone how much you love them uh, and what do you need to change? And whatever, those two may be the same, they may be different things. But I want you to think about that in wholehearted seriousness sometime today. Try yourself a couple of notes, send yourself a voicemail, send yourself an email, whatever it is that you need to do to start down the path of change that you already want. Alright? And uh, so I'm going to roll on into the topic today. So, you know, when it comes to love, here's the thing. I want you to go ahead, go on, and take the risk. Risk the pain. Why? Well, because love, ladies and gentlemen, is an amazing feeling. Now, I want to apologize one more time in advance. If I may sound like, I don't know, I won't say the voice of doom and gloom, but certainly not the voice of, um, ooh, hey, everything's great and wonderful. But here's the fact. If you invest your time, your heart, and your love into someone, right? Someone special. You inevitably, yeah, you're going to hurt them. Or worse yet, they're, they're going to hurt you, right? Now, let me step back for a quick second here and share with you. I'm not referring to any kind of physical violence or emotional abuse or chronic lying or any of these kinds of hurt. I'm talking to what often happens when you're in a long-term relationship, that committed, I want to be with you forever kind of relationship where you do something just dumb or silly or you get that foot-in-mouth disorder or maybe it's something you didn't do. It could be either one of the things. I mean, you didn't mean to hurt them, right? It wasn't intentional uh, by doing whatever it is you did or saying whatever it is you said or not doing what you should have done. You know, right? The fact is you you probably really had the best interests of you and your loved one in mind before you said or did whatever it was that caused the pain. Now usually what will happen is your partner's reaction is going to be pretty swift and pretty impactful, but the problem is they're going to feel like they just got punched in the stomach. In turn, suddenly you're going to be sitting there with that <clears throat> deer in the headlights look on your face and if you were one of those graphics, those memes that are flying around on Facebook and Twitter, uh, it will be your face, wide-eyed, with the caption, uh-oh, did I do that, right? So, um, I guess the good news is, all is not lost. 
even though you two are probably sitting there, you know, with the butterflies flying around in your stomach, just feeling all queasy, maybe you feel like you got punched in the stomach. So it probably going to feel like everything is lost in that moment. It's not. Hold on. Take a breath. Because I believe that in every relationship, well, in every relationship debacle, there's an opportunity to grow and to connect even deeper. Now, of course, there's also an opportunity for it to turn into a huge, irreconcilable fight. Unfortunately, there's so many people out there, and I've been one of those people in the past, that will fall quickly into that latter category. Right? And when I say I've been that person in the past, I think it's really who you're with that kind of does that. So you're either going to be that fighting person or you're not. Now, you could be guided into being that fighting person by the person you're with. So, just food for thought. So, here's the reason you're here, or here's the reason I'm sharing this with a completely different tone today. To avoid falling into the that relational pit of despair, the doom and gloom I warned you about, there are several things that need to happen. One, you need to learn to tolerate your own feelings. This is going to be first and foremost. I think so many relationships get into that, that fighting mode because they're afraid of their own feelings. When they feel that they've hurt someone, their, I don't know, maybe it's lack of confidence, their lack of self-esteem, their relationship fear, right? So they get into defense mode. Oh my God, no, 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 no. And they start maybe even fibbing or altering the facts, right? So you've got to learn to tolerate your own feelings, especially when you've hurt someone you care about. And then you're going to have to learn how to tend to the feelings of the person that you hurt, that one you love, right? If you cause the pain, you've got to learn to tend to it. And you've got to learn to tend to it within yourself and with the one you care about. Now, this is going to take a little time and a little practice. Um, and if your relationship hurts, these, these repeated hurts, turn into disasters often, I'm going to say, like anyone else is probably going to say, find some help. And that help could be a trusted friend, could be a counselor, whatever it takes, right? Um, so I want to give you a, a few real good uh, pointers here, a little, a little starter list, as it were, to avoid the big fight and really uh, get, start growing a little closer in the process. And topping off today's list, and the probably most important, which I'm, you know, I gotta list this one first. There's no, you, you try and arrange them any way you want to. This one will always come out on top. Oh, I know, I get it, get it. Tell me, Tracy. It's talk. Yeah, that's it. Simple. Sounds simple. Really difficult. Um, if you're the person that did the hurting, ask to talk about what happened. Here's the thing, ignoring the situation, yeah, it's not going to make it disappear. Actually, it's probably going to increase the tension and grow that distance between, make that chasm in your relationship just keep getting bigger. Now, let's be mindful, like I said, learn to deal with your partner's feelings. If your partner is still feeling angry or upset or distraught or sad, they might need some time to regroup to get a hold of their own feelings, to deal with their own feelings inside before getting into the discussion. And it depends on the level of the uh-oh in this particular moment, right? If it's a big uh-oh, might need a little bit more time. If it's a little uh-oh, you know, maybe it's just a couple quick breaths, right? If they aren't ready to talk about it, let's go one step further and do not assume that you're off the hook. Oh, 
because you're not. It is still up to you to ask them again to discuss it later. If they still don't want to talk about it when you've asked a second or even a third time, and don't make these times like, oh, back to back to back to back, right? Don't badger them because that could really, uh, really inflame things. Um, let them know that you're ready to talk about it when they're ready to talk about it, and whenever it is, it's good for them, please let you know. And then give it a little time, come back to them, right? But you're not off the hook. Remember that. Now, with talking comes what? Yeah, listening. And as the old adage goes, you've got one mouth and two ears. You should be listening twice as much as you're talking. And when your partner is talking, I want you to focus right, on what they're saying and what they're feeling. Do not listen to respond. Listen to hear. Listen to feel. Tune out what's going on in your head and simply listen. See, here's the thing. As you're listening, accept their thoughts, accept their feelings, even if you don't understand them, accept them. And if you're confused by something, guess what? It's okay to ask questions for clarification. There's nothing wrong with that. Be careful. Now, you don't want to start interrogating, and you don't want to be dismissive. Just be a good listener. All right? So you got talk. you got listen. And then it comes to acknowledge. Right? Acknowledge what's being said. Repeat back in your own words what you heard your partner say. Here's the important thing. I want you to focus on key thoughts and feelings. Right? That's what I try to do. Focus on key thoughts and feelings. Don't go about reciting this word for word in some sort of uh, emotional dissertation back to them. Key in on the key thoughts and the key feelings and convey them back. Again, don't be dismissive. And do not, under any circumstances, start getting defensive, right? Just talk it through. Then, right, you've talked, you've done some listening, you've acknowledged it, right? you understand what's going on, apologize. Ooh, but wait, right? Apologies are only going to work if they're what? Now, if they're genuine and heartfelt. And really, you're not, you can't give a genuine apology if you don't talk and you don't listen and you don't understand why your partner was hurt. It's really going to be difficult for you to give a real apology if you don't understand what their pain is about. Right? Here's the thing. You can give an apology. Yeah, we've all done it. Ladies, how many times have you heard a guy say something like this? Well, if I've said or done something to offend you, I'm really sorry. Yeah, right? And, and I'm, I'm not going to be biased one side or the other. Guys, we've probably heard someone say that to us as well, right? Here's the thing. An apology like that does do a couple of things. One, it acknowledges nothing. It accepts no responsibility. And quite often, number three, it really drives that wedge between you and your partner, increases that gap even further, okay? Which you don't want to do. So, a genuine apology does quite the opposite. It accepts responsibility. Right, and is specific to the feelings and the main points uh, that that are driving the hurt. You could say something like, "I know I hurt you when I did fill in the blank, or when I said this, or when I didn't fill in the blank," and I'm very, very sorry. And then maybe offer 
some alternatives that you will try in the pet in the in the future. All right, and that bleeds right into what well, bleeds that flows right into the last tip I want to leave you with, which is problem solving. All right, um, I, I, I'm a big fan of offering alternatives right out of the gate. Do not sit there and expect your loved one, I don't care how deeply connected you are, to give you all the answers. If you care, you will offer up a damn suggestion. And pardon me a little bit uh, if this just went to a, a PG rating with that one word. Don't just ask your loved one how they would like to you to approach the, the, the topic or handle the topic in the future. Offer up a suggestion. And guess what? That will gain a little bit of respect. You can say, hey, all right, I'm very sorry. I'm really glad I did this. Truly, I'm sorry. Here's how I'm going to try to handle it in the future. All right? So now you've made a commitment to yourself and to them. Right? And then if they have any ideas, they'll offer them up. And then after that, you can even ask. Or unless you have some better ideas, I'm, I'm willing to listen. Problem solving like this helps you both feel empowered. It puts you both back on the same team. It's inter, uh, it's instrumental um, in resolving the issue and, and really deepening the relationship and helping you reconnect with your partner. You're not going to get right back to where you were before the, the, the faux pas, before the uh-oh, before the did I do that moment, but certainly it's step one to returning there. Here's the thing. Words, they're probably the singular most powerful force available to us as human beings. Ladies and gentlemen, our words are very powerful. We can choose to use this force constructively, right, in building things by with words of encouragement or destructively, using words of despair and doom and dread, right? Words have energy and the power and the ability to help, to heal to hinder, to hurt, to harm, to humiliate, and to humble. So listen, all right? Listen to the words of your loved ones. Then offer your humbly encouraging words to help and to heal. And of course, follow up those words with action. And with that, I'm not even going to give you any kind of fast pitch about going to my website and get this and do that. I want to leave you with this real thought. Right? If you love them, listen, talk to them, apologize if you've made a mistake, offer up an alternative idea to keep yourself from doing it again, and ask them for ideas as well when you problem solve. All right? Do that and then take action against it. And I know you'll be here smiling and cheerful like I hope I will be, well, like I will be tomorrow. With that, I'm going to leave you as I always do. Think successfully. Take action. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.